Welcome everybody to episode 20 of Talk of the Rift. This is a podcast about all things League of Legends from the current state of the meta, upcoming changes, and just your basic talks about League of Legends. I am your host, Logan, and joining me today is Eli. What's up? And Koobs. Hey, how's it going? At the end of the show, we would like to do a Q&A, so if you want to submit your questions, you can tweet them to us at Talk of the Rift. Or send us an audio message on anchor.fm slash talk of the rift. If you've missed any of our previous episodes, you can check them out there as well. And from there, you can find us on virtually all podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts, just to name a few. How you guys doing today? I'm doing, I'm doing pretty good, I think. I'm, I feel fulfilled. Yeah, not too bad. Excited to try out the new patch. I am preemptively apologizing for Koobs' microphone and a dishwasher. Yeah. It is going to be loud, but we're going to get through it. I'm going to try to do some audio editing to see if I can get it muffled more. But and, and I don't he know talks, how much if you hear that loud noise, that's what that is. I don't know how much it is like on the recording necessarily, but when he unmutes his mic in Discord, uh, it auto gains him to be really loud. So then he starts talking. It's very loud to us. I don't think yeah. it's doing that. Well, Audacity won't auto gain him, but it will right. just absorb the sound purely. There'll be no filter. So I guess uh, my point is we're suffering more well, than you are. It might be done. Dishwasher, oh, uh, it's gurgling, but... Okay, well, we're getting at the <laughs> end, though. It's quieter. All right, that's better. Oh, never mind, I restarted. Oh, goddamn. Okay, well, <laughs> how is, uh, how's your league lives going? Solo queue, flex queue, clash. We took a week off last week, so I guess we've had some time. Two weeks, but... Um, it's been okay. I mean, you always end up with some, like, a certain kind of person in your games that kind of ruins it but i've been trying some different stuff out that i want to take a look at in uh preseason that i just didn't really have a feel for like as a baseline for how it actually changes with the new items um so stuff like really easy stuff like warwick jungle for instance would be one thing that i did that i don't really play a lot of but i feel like could be pretty strong with some of the new items and just a really you know the game plays itself kind of thing. But I I wouldn't say that I'm winning a lot of games. It's probably an even split. But it's like you pretty much know if you're going to win or lose based on the the personality of your teammates. And that's really frustrating. Yeah. It's uh, going to be a recurring theme. Yeah. <laughs> it's, just, uh, it's just people in solo queue. Or they think they're the main character. Yeah, so every Yasuo player. Yeah, well, he's got anime hair, so. That's exactly. So he's the best. But, uh, yeah, no, mine's, it's been going pretty good for me. I've been having some fun. Um, just, uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, has uh, Seraphine been released yet? Is she with this patch, or is she a couple She's days after? She's with the patch, but she hasn't been released, released yet. Gotcha. I wonder if they'll release her at Worlds said... time. Oh, they said the KDA skins were coming out right away. They didn't say what she was coming out. Yeah, so I imagine she'll be released, like, with the KDA skins or something. Because, you know, like, her base skin is just the KDA skin, so, you know. True. They did drop that new song yesterday, last night. Uh, is that right? More? Yes. Is that what it's called? Yep. I listened to three-fourths of it, and then I forgot to listen to the rest of it. It kind of peaks at the beginning. I think it's good, like, the whole way, but it definitely peaks in the intro. Guess I'll have to check it out. I like the baddest. Yeah. That one's nice. But uh, I guess I really don't have anything to talk about with League-related. 
with my games. I don't know. I've been playing a crap ton of Samira. Having fun. She OP. S- slowly realizing that the champion is probably busted. Yeah, she's still busted. It's like... Oh, excuse me. Oh, oh man. They keep nerfing our early game, and our early game is terrible, but I still get, like, doubles and triples in laning phase, and then the rest of the game, she just, like, is a terror to everybody. Right. So, it's... I don't know. I like playing AD carries that pop off like a Katarina does. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Like, I get to do that to people now, and I'm having a great time. And they cry about it, and then I just say, yeah, whatever. You be careful. I've been experiencing it for, like, 11 years of League of Legends, so it's be, it's you your be careful turn. talking about ADCs and having fun, right? It doesn't like that. Yeah, I know. But I'm having fun. All right, so we got a lot of... Well, we got a couple things to talk about today. We got roster moves in the LCS. Uh, we're not going to talk about Worlds. Maybe next week we'll talk about the finals because I'm sure we're going to watch it to some extent. But And it's not in Worlds, and we're already doing roster moves, so that's more important to us. So we're going to talk about roster moves. We're going to talk about some of the little mini reworks that are on the champions, um, like Annie, Brand, Amumu, stuff like that. And then we're going to talk about a question of the week. And, uh, yeah, should be a good show. But for roster moves, we're going to talk about the obvious one first and foremost. Um, last week, actually, I had prepared that we were going to talk about Licorice because I was like, that's the, like, oh, my gosh, Licorice left C9. We got to talk about this. And now mm-hmm. I'm sitting here and I'm like, all right, that's not even the one. Like, that's not even the one. Like, <laughs> that's not now the big we gotta one. Now we got to talk about Bjergsen and his retirement. Um, There's actually a name yeah. or two on here that I don't know what the news is. So this will be... This will be interesting. Well, I kind of just like threw a bunch of names down. Okay. So like, I mean, there's a lot of other things that I'm sure we'll branch off into with like talking about each team because a lot of this is just like rumors and stuff like that. But okay, okay. Um, but some of them are confirmed. So, oh, I forgot to add. I forgot to add Jensen. That's another super important one. Yeah. That one's very. I'm gonna type that in there. There we go. All right, we got Jensen in there. But yeah, Bjergsen. Coobs. As the fan of TSM, I'll let yeah. you go first. Yeah, I'm a little sad. Uh, Don't cry no on one... podcast. I got that. I got that over with already. Uh, a little unexpected. I think everyone thought he was gonna stick it out for a little longer. Um, yeah. But it's kind of nice that he's gonna be doing the role as the coach. Uh, it sounds like he really enjoys that aspect, and I think he'll be a pretty good job of it because. He already had like he already has all the players' respects, and I feel like that's one of the hardest things to get as a coach in this game from your players. So I think he'll do a good job there. Uh, I so obviously TSM mid lane's open, and I'm kind of taking this take off of uh, I think it was Fiona on fire who was, I was watching do a little blurb on it, and I kind of agree that for the next mid laner. It's either got to be like a superstar, like Chovy or Perks, or it's got to be someone like brand new, like right. uh, Blaze Olive, TSM Evolved, right? Pretty much though, uh, Palafox I think is another one. Yeah, he's a but uh, one. but yeah, you can't if you take anyone from NA. If you half like, ass it, yeah, it's not even that. Like you just can't get anyone that's either like viewed as like a sideways or a down. Like down, like from position, so literally anyone from NA, because he's the NA goat for sure. Are there, 
Is there anybody coming out of OCE? Do you think TSM's going to take a look at? I don't know much about their Probably players yet. Probably not. I think the only mid laner like from the OCE is Ryoma, and Hundred Thieves has him. So okay, I I don't know enough about the region. I just know that sometimes they show up and have hype moments at Worlds, and sometimes they shut the region down. I was because uh, we we mentioned the OCE. I saw somebody. I think it was Mark Z was saying. How he he wishes that like one of the really crappy orgs like CLG or Immortals, he wishes that they would just hire like an entire OCE team, hmm. just like like whatever the best team was in the last whatever, just like hire all of them and just like try to see how they do in the LCS. I think that'd be fun. Be interesting. It's not like they care anyway. So, uh, I agree though with what you were saying. Um, except, I think that TSM will like get. I have a bold prediction that they'll pick like relatively all new players. Like I think they're gonna wipe. I don't, I don't think that's. I don't think that's that bold. I think they're gonna <laughs> wipe the board clean, other yeah, than our, other yeah. than Spica, and then they're just gonna get like all young people. And I, I don't want to make it sound like I'm disrespecting Bjergsen because I'm not trying to, but I don't see a world where he like is a coach of double lift or a coach of like perks or Chovy or whatever. I just like. Like, I just don't see it. Like, maybe it's possible. Maybe he does, and it's fine, you know? But I just – I feel like if you want him to be the coach, you're, like, picking a bunch of young people, and you're going to have, like, five rookies and Bjergsen as the coach, and you're just going to, like, go for it. Like, Bjergsen in five wards versus Bjergsen in four wards, you know? Yeah, I, I feel like – I mean, Doublelift already said, like, he's – like, he obviously has, like, a super good relationship with Bjergsen and, like, is pretty happy that he's the coach. Right. So I don't think that that's like an issue. Like, it'll just be the same discussion they had on their team kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, uh, there's already rumors that BB is gone. There's rumors that the bot lane's gone. So it's just by default, everyone's pretty much just gonna be a clean slate. Maybe they keep double lift for an, another split. Uh, but we'll kind of see. I don't know, really know what his contract situation is. But I mean, for sure, top mid support in my opinion yeah i agree it's still crazy that that he's retired oh that was massive i was like are you kidding me i, like, I saw crap. i was up north i was hanging i was swimming with my nephews over in a pool my brothers and stuff and i like we got out and i like picked up my phone and i just see like youtube like tsm bjergsen announcement i was like no way like my brain, my brain immediately for a quarter of a second was like, Bjergsen retired, like or not retirement. Bjergsen like traded, like left, or like mm -hmm. free agent. I was like, but it only took me a quarter second because I was like, no, there's no way, like mm -hmm. there's no way that Bjergsen leaves. He has equity, and I was, and then my brain was like, so the only other announcement is retirement, and I was like, oh my god, I just had to open it. I was like, oh, I couldn't even believe it. It's like one of those things that you know that like someday you'll get the notification. That like double lift will retire, you know, etc. But like, you just like don't ever think it'll happen. And then the day it like finally happens, you're like, holy crap, it's here. Yeah, and double lift was thinking about retiring with Bjergsen. Yeah. Which was, which would be, oof, out of been just ridiculous if that happened. Two of the best uh, any talents, just like historically. Well, Bjergsen's only twenty-four. Oh really? I thought he was a little older. But I guess that makes sense. He started when he was 17. Yeah, because he, he was on that Ninjas in Pajama squad mm -hmm. way back in the day. 
and, and lemon dogs. He was on that squad the earliest he could possibly be on, which I guess was seventeen. But um, so yeah, I mean he's with TSM for that's you know seven years, six years on TSM. That's twenty fourteen. Yeah, sounds about right. So imagine yeah, we'll, being successful we'll enough to retire at twenty four. I mean, I guess he's not really retiring, retiring. He's just well, not playing I mean, anymore, right. but it's like... He's coaching and he has equity, so he's just he going like, to be good to go forever. Yeah, that's crazy. Must be nice. Must I'm be. 25. Speaking <laughs> of being 24, there. being young and being set up for the rest of your life, uh, Mr. Jensen, Mr. Team Liquid Jensen, re-signs mm-hmm. to Team Liquid for $4.2 million over three years. Yeah, not the bad. biggest contract in NA history. So yeah. It's the most per year. Hoonies yep. uh, was 2.4, and Impact was 3.2, I think is what I saw. So, And Hoonie was over two years, and Impact was also three years. So Jensen takes the cake as the biggest contract, which I think is one of those players that's like actually warranted, especially now that Bjergsen retired. Jensen just kind of gets to stand oh, there and be like, just, yeah. like, hey, Steve, yeah? Like, I'm – I'm the best mid laner in this league. Like I'm the most valuable and I'm a resident. Like you, if you don't pay me, every single other team is going to. So this is kind of, um, obviously this is like a re-signing with the same org, but this is on the heels of, uh, a little bit of CSGO roster news. The, uh, legendary CSGO caster, Henry G took over as GM of the cloud nine CSGO team. And he's starting like a, a new precedent for, contract transparency with the CSGO players and he's signed five completely new players uh, to the roster that, that weren't on there before right so this is in order of the announcement all of these are three year deals uh, Alex is getting 1.65 million Mezzi is getting 426,000 and they paid $83,000 in a transfer fee to get him 1.36 million for Waxic, 432,000 for Floppy, and S tag at 2.1 million. I didn't so, realize that CSGO players were paid so much. Well, they weren't. All of these players got raises. And this is um, so a lot of organizations, I shouldn't say a lot, there are a number of organizations that go by uh, every player on the roster is paid the same. And that, you know, that's a strategy. Uh, but it doesn't really make sense because you're. It's pretty obvious who your like valuable players are, and uh, it's like you're you're being compared to your teammates with how good they are, not with how how good you are compared to the money being spent on you. Um, so it it kind of changes the the team dynamic, but uh, I I believe it's been confirmed that all of these players are getting raises, and this is like this is the first time that CS:GO. Uh, contracts go public and so he's like we're going to be super transparent about this and he's calling it cloud nine colossus these are all really good players uh they're probably going to win a lot of games going forward and i'm i'm excited to see what that does for the csgo scene but also just esports as a whole because there's a little bit more transparency with league of legends right You, you pretty much know what people are getting but for the most part right but i think i think people in the industry know what they're getting but the fans <laughs> don't necessarily know they right. know the big ones but not like not everybody yeah. that's the same with most sports though right right 
Like everyone in the world knows Kirk Cousins got sixty some million guaranteed. <laughs> well, it's but like the meme now. Other like the rest of the NFL aren't all salaries public. Like couldn't. Oh, they are. Yeah, yeah. say so you, you could can, technically you, you could go look them up, but they're not going to be reported on unless yeah, they're exactly. like unless they're you know uh, what's his name Patrick Mahomes getting the billion dollar half a billion uh, half. Well, yeah. <laughs> You ever you ever sign a contract for a sports team big enough to let you buy part of the other sports team in your city? Because he that's what Mahomes did. He owns part of the Kansas City Royals. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, jeez. But yeah, I mean, that's what I think. That's that's going to be the trend as these sports gets bigger. That'll be the part of it. I just wonder how long until a salary cap gets in it. I think salary cap should already be here. I don't. I think that. Like I, I'm not saying that you like make a salary cap and like cut all the players' salaries. Like you can make it so you can keep giving players raises, but I think you need to, to some extent, um, slow down the fast increase. I would say the NBA just me. does not have salary caps, correct? No, they have a salary cap, uh, like a soft salary cap, and they have like a luxury tax that they put in, so you can like go over it. But oh, okay. there's some rule that I don't know with it. Okay. MLB is the only one that like legit doesn't have a I know. salary well, cap. Yeah, and that's the thing. If you ever saw the movie Moneyball, uh, the the whole point of that. I mean, obviously it's a true story, right? But it was kind of highlighting the fact that the Oakland A's had less money to give an entire team than the Yankees were paying like three players put together. Yeah, like it, it was mind boggling, and that's just the way baseball is. Is if the organization has yeah. the money, they can throw it, and you can. You know, the big meme with NBA is you can buy a championship because you can go with the luxury tax or whatever. So it's like pile on teams and superstars. But you kind of need to avoid going to a salary cap uh, if you want to put together a team that's going to win Worlds, I think. There would need to be a salary cap across the entire world. You you can't just have it in place for the LCS. It has to be for everybody. And I don't think you're going to get other regions to agree to that. Right. No, you, you I, won't get I, the I players too. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, yeah, I think yeah. it's I think it's way I think it's way too early for one, but I do think eventually there might be. China has the soft salary cap thing where theirs is weird though. I can't even remember what it is off the top of my head, but it's like they also have twenty it's like, teams. It's like region. tiers. Like each player is like valued at a tier. There's like a board of people that statistically analyzes every player and puts them on a tier. And, like, if this player's tier A, then, like, they can only make up to, like, let's say a million dollars kind of a thing. People were oh, mad because they were, like, what determines, like, how good a certain player is. What if what if a player yeah. is, like, really, like, you tell me that the player is, like, valued at, it, like, an E grade, but then they play at an A value for the whole split. Like, that's, you know, kind of yeah, whatever. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Right. That's communism, baby. For, uh... But, for sake Hold of on. transparency, by the way, because you just talked about how China has their, um, well, supposedly this is a salary cap that's coming. Like supposedly it's coming, and it was leaked that that's what it will be. The total salary paid to Suning Gaming's roster in the summer split was one hundred and twenty-two thousand five hundred and eighty U.S. dollars. Oh my gosh! And they are playing for the World Championship against Damwon this weekend. This is why we failed. <laughs> I mean that's that's Good for gosh. everybody on the roster was one hundred and twenty-two thousand. That's just ridiculous. Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe this is wrong. This is LPL fantasy salary. I don't want fantasy. I'm sorry. 
Okay. Oof. I was going to say. <laughs> it's a little different. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. But with, back to the whole, you know, slightly off topic, but um, back to the whole Jensen thing. One of the rumors was that Jensen would only sign with Team Liquid if they got Elfari and a competent jungler to replace Broxa. So Jensen resigned, and Alfari was confirmed by ESPN for a mm-hmm. seven-figure deal uh, with Team Liquid. So Santorin sounds like he might be the competent jungler that is coming to Team Liquid. Yeah, that makes the most sense. That's a pretty stacked roster. That's I like that roster a lot. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. We'll see. I don't really know much about Alfari, to be honest. I don't watch it yet. Sup- supposedly, EU says that he's the best top laner in the LEC and they say that all their top laners suck, so like he's like the shining light or something like that. Um, but he was on Origin, and Origin was like the tenth place team or ninth place team or something like that. So hmm. who knows? I think it'd be hilarious if he just got curb stomped the whole split. It'd <laughs> be funny. I mean, I mean NA is they say like they. I think they say that he's like the best laner. I think that's okay. what they say is like he's the best laner, like. And that's why he's the best is because, like, uh, you know, oh, Europe, like, once you get a lead, we're really good and we end games, etc. So, like, suppose, so, like, in theory, then, you know, tactical core are at the bottom nice and safe. Jen- Jensen gets all the jungle pressure and your L- your top laner is an impact. Like, playing weak side, it's Alfari, like, being strong side kind of a thing. So, kind of a switch up in play style, but I guess I'll have to wait and see how it goes. Um, To clarify the LPL thing. The only solid thing I can see is an article from April of 2019, and it says that salaries for players vary between. Uh, there's a huge variance. Uh, between seventy four thousand to one point four eight million. For Sooning. Uh, well, this is for, for LPL, the LPL general. This this was Just the LPL, yeah. There was a JD Gaming put a recruitment post up, and and they were like they had stats on there. Hmm. Uh, somebody, uh, it was like the LCK franchising, a Swedish team tried to franchise. So like while they were trying to franchise, they got information from the LCK. They didn't make it, but then they ended up posting the information and it was things like how much players were getting paid and the, like the league will be profitable in four years or something like that. And the, I remember saying, seeing that the salaries were not very high. That you'd have to like the it was like the average expense for a team, like every year to run like an esports team in their league, and it was like, like two million dollars or something like that, like that's coaches, players, like facilities, everything. So it was pretty, pretty low compared to like, LCS obviously, but it's crazy. Just like another thing. Do we um, know the LCS number for that stat? No, but okay. Considering that the like if you there's a difference between like CLG and like team liquid and liquid has mm-hmm. like the, you know, Alienware training facility, all their staff. They have like way more staff, obviously same with like C9. They have so many employees. I think FlyQuest has seven full-time employees like between oh, their really? like owner coaches. Yeah. Social media, stuff like that. So, huh. you know, but C9 is like way more staff than have, that. They probably just have wild turtle running their uh, social media account. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a twofer. Um, so we're going to move on to my favorite team, uh, because I thought we were only going to talk about one player today, but we're actually going to talk about two players today. First player is Licorice. Uh, first thing is, is I'm sad. Yeah. He's really good. He's one of my... That one made no sense to me. You always have, like, your favorite players as you go, 
like mine was always sneaky and then he left and then i was like well he still got like or no jensen left first but like when jensen left i was like okay i still got sneaky like then sneaky left and i was like well like licorice like he's been on for like three years so like you know he's been around so like i guess like you know but now that licorice is gone it's like oh my gosh like the whole like c9 roster is just like wiped yeah. basically here's the here's the last one from the semi-final c9 team right yep yes from the 2018 roster yeah. so it just like feels bad like i guess i trust jack i've been through this process enough where he just like drops your favorite player for a rookie and then you know the rookie wins mvp so i you know i'm over it it'll be fine they'll win spring split or whatever and everyone will be like oh licorice will play super bad on whatever other team and people will be like oh thank god we dodged that bullet i hope we'll see uh yeah that that move still makes no sense to me i don't know he was still performing super well yeah i agree there must have there could have been an internal thing to it or yeah or like some people were saying they you know if jack thinks that licorice has like peaked you know, he could sell him for more money now versus, like, two years down the road. And if he believes that Fudge will be just as good as Licorice, like, in a year, then that's just the gamble that he's ready to make. You know, makes sense. No different than, like, the Svenskeren logic. Like, he had an MVP jungler, and he's like, well, right now he's worth a shit ton of money, and I think Blabber could also be an MVP jungler, so I make the sale and I bring up my rookie. It worked this year, but for the most part. But we'll see if it works next year. Yeah. Now the move that makes a lot of sense to me. So drum Nis- roll. yeah, drum roll, yeah. So Niski is not. So it's not confirmed that he's leaving, but supposedly that Niski and Palafox are splitting solo queue time um, together. So that it's kind of like a by off season start, whoever's performing consistently better gets the spot supposedly uh, interesting i like the other rumor and that is that c9 is getting perks and i'm down with that but i don't think there's ever a world where perks leaves europe yeah that, that was the part that i, I was so confused about i don't think he would ever leave. but here's the here's the kicker in a weird way perks his contract is not up with g2 so if he's actually not going to be playing on G2, that means that he's being sold. And if he's being sold, you know, I don't, again, I don't think Carlos is an asshole. I don't think Perks wants to leave Europe. But if C9 is, like, dishing out money for him, or, like, an NA team is, and Carlos sells it, that's where, I mean, that's where Perks goes. You know, if he doesn't go, that he doesn't play. You know, so... I'd be interested to see how that plays out, but I don't know. I think that's like such a far stretched supposed rumor, but that would be, I think that'd be crazy. I can't imagine a world where Perks like leaves G2 slash Europe. I can, yeah, I can see him leaving G2. I just can't see him leaving Europe based on what he's said in the past. And this, uh, he's been tweeting out since these rumors. Right. Uh, saying that like sometimes rumors are just rumors. Right. And uh, he's been memeing a little bit, something about a nine-star general or something. But yeah, I don't know what that meme means. Because uh, he's won nine times. Was it uh... eight? Eight times uh, EU, one time MSI. Jesus Christ! So I think that's what it's based on. Um, then again, he could just be setting up for a bait and switch. 
Well, that's true. also true. Jax tweeted at him a, a meme of him shooting money out of a gun. I'm just saying. <laughs> he's the only uh, he's the only CEO that did that. That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, he's. I mean, if he comes to NA, it's most likely with C9. I doubt, especially if TSM's doing a full reboot. Yeah, Liquid yeah, like not, Liquid already he, not committed to, to yeah. Jensen. And so, like, and what I'm saying is, like, on the C9 side of things, it would make more sense with, like, the Niski, like, because, again, like, when you say you're not doing anything to the roster, then you get rid of Licorice. Well, you're going to sell them to make a bunch of money, and now you're, like, we're also maybe getting rid of Niski. It's like, well, that kind of makes sense. You sold Licorice for all this money, and you're using that money to get, like, perks, who probably, in theory, would be a huge contract because you'd have to buy out his contract from G2 Oh, you'd, and, you'd have to, and you'd have to pay a millions to come over, yeah. I'm sure. You'd have to give them more than Jensen. Oh, God, yeah. So, like, then it kind of starts to make sense that you're you're selling Niski's contract, you're selling Licorice's contract. You know, it kind of makes a bit more sense now. Not crazy. No, um, it's, it's within the realm of possibility. Just Yeah, like the, the stars, the stars are aligning, but again, yeah. right, it doesn't mean that it's going to happen. I mean, um, I can guarantee they're pushing for it, but it doesn't mean, yeah. Right. doesn't mean it's, yeah. uh, it's a done deal. I'm, you know, if we're thinking realistically here, I'm okay with Palafox starting. That was my, you know, when we hit the off season, I was like, yeah, let Palafox start. Let's, let's see how that goes. I'm down to try that. He's really good. He's the best mid laner in the academy for the most part. I mean, him and Fudge together on C9 Academy won the LCS two times in a row, or the NA Academy two times in a row. So why not give him a shot? Um, I guess Niski supposedly. There's a workaround for the NA residency thing. Um, like, he's becoming a U.S. citizen, so he would just no longer be an import, even though he's only been here for two years. Is that because he would be a citizen before they signed him to a contract? Something like that. I don't know. I think it's so, just but, to do with visa versus citizenship, right? Right. When so, like, well, well, if, okay. you be, if you become – you could become a U.S. citizen whenever you want and not count as a – like import supposedly and i think niski supposedly niski is like in the process of doing that so golden guardians i guess are trying to buy him out and then they would have niski in the mid lane closer jungle they'd get broken blade from tsm and then they'd have fbi who he in the bot lane i I don't know why they don't just pull up a blaze olive He's, Are they he's the ones big, with the Blaze Olive? I'm pretty sure it's Golden Guardians that have him. Yeah, that sounds right. He's like the second best, like consistently, like the second best mid laner in Academy behind Palafox. And even then, it's like kind of close, right? Based on what yeah. I've like saw. So I, it's like, I don't know. I, I just feel like it's his time. He's been in Academy for like four years, like way too long. And yeah, I'm a little bit of a fanboy, but that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. We wouldn't be I, here if we weren't all a little bit of fanboys. <laughs> That's true. It was the first time uh, I came across him is because uh, Sneaky, back when he was like, I mean, he still is one of the top streamers, but like even more so. Mm-hmm. Uh, he raided or hosted uh, a Blaze Olive, who's like, you know, had like 200 people watching him right and the whole, the whole time the entire chat just spamming like sneaky is that you because he looks a little like sneaky or at least did at really? the time it was yeah it was uh yeah it was a it was kind of a fun fun thing and then i was like dang this guy's like you're watching him and everyone's like holy crap 
sneaking so, and play mid lane. It's <laughs> so. a bold move raiding yourself. He looks nothing like him. What, what is, is this? Uh, at the time, I mean, this was four Maybe years ago. Maybe he had longer hair at the time. Uh, it was, this was a while ago. Hmm. But, yeah, so that's the first time coming across him. Kind of following ever since. Super chill dude. And, uh, yeah, very, very good at the game. I think he, he's, like, consi- or was consistently, like, top ten solo Q&A, like, year after year. Hmm. Speaking of sneaky, is this uh, supposedly Dignitas, ADC. Yeah. Really? Uh, they have Aphromo, don't they? I think so. E- yeah, hopefully not for long. That's no, a matchup. Aphromo was 100 Thieves, right? No, he was 100 Thieves. I think he was Dignitas this year with Johnson. He was oh, with Johnson, yeah. 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 yeah that's so right. Dignitas keeps right. Aphromo. I don't care for it anymore, but that was like a match made in heaven from like four years ago for me. I was like, man, can you imagine if, like, Aphromo and Sneaky, they used to duo queue, like, all the time. I was going to say. And I would be like, man, imagine if they are like, on an LCS team together. Now it's whatever. I guess Dignitas might be the landing spot for Licorice, too, apparently, or Hauntzer. So, who's Hauntzer on? Golden Guardians, that's right. Golden Guardians, yeah. Yeah. Well, supposedly Hauntzer is, like, rumored to be going to, like, four or five different teams, so. He's a hot commodity. It's probably just whoever's going to pay him the most money, and off he goes. Yeah, he's, he just kind of can fit into anyone's molding. Yeah, he's consistent. He's got a good champ pool. Dignitas he's, he's, has only announced that they're re-signing uh, Dardock. So, yeah, even even when like Golden Guardians were like meme like zero and however many games are in a season, uh, he was like yeah, he was like still top half for stat, like stats as a top laner. So he he's just he's just good. He's not gonna like blow anybody away anymore but mm-hmm. he'll hold he'll be a, he'll be a rock in the top lane you can play you can have him play weak side and he's fine with that i don't think i can think of any other ones not yet right not yet time this <laughs> comes out there's gonna be three uh, as, as i, yeah, as I opened reddit i forgot uh mike mike young announced that he's going back to college he's going to play oh the collegiate level oh interesting exciting team for bethany no, gosh, that's hilarious. <laughs> That'd, That'd be, be funny. Awesome. No, it's it's not. I don't think it's UCLA, but it's something that sounds like it's like UCLI or something like that. Something close to that. Yeah, it's got to be around that area. Yeah, well, but, I mean, good for him. Maybe yeah. bounce back. He put on a Nidalee guide. I watched it. I'm gonna play some Nidalee jungle at some point. Taught me all I need to know. Is that, He's, is that real? Of, oh. I've never seen you play Nidalee Jungle. I watched it like two days ago. I just got to oh. queue up for Jungle at least once. I see. I see. Didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm going all to... The, all the tricks and tips you need to know. Mike Young's Nidalee Guide. Hmm. Somebody put out a, a Vladimir Guide that was like so in-depth to... Uh, it was like, if you maintain this level of CS per minute for no, it was like 24 minutes or whatever is like you will win the game and he like had stats to back it up for all of his games it's like like yeah. to the minute guide of you should have this item at this minute and unless you're against these champions then you should have this item and it's like Jeez. people want you to fight tell them to, don't tell them to fuck <laughs> off you're farming you you get this much farm and then you hard carry the game after 32 minutes or whatever it was 
and it was like super super in depth and i read that and i was like maybe i should play vladimir and then i thought about it for three seconds and then i said nope not for me it's one of my most hated champions but on that topic i once watched a two-hour warwick guide so i'm sorry a what a two-hour warwick guide is is there two hours of things to talk about with that's what that's why i watched it i I didn't i didn't know oh my god it was like it was a good guide but yeah i was like was it wasn't like quite as in depth as that, but it went through like so many different builds, jungle routes, matchups, uh, me- mechanics. Went for fifteen twenty minutes. I was like, "What?" Um, That's weird. The Mike Young thing. He's going to the University of California, Irvine. Ah, uh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, lucky them. Yeah, yeah. All right, so. I can't think of anything else for roster rumors. So we're going to hop on over. We got about 24 minutes left. We're going to hop over to our little mini rework section here. Kind of talked about before we started the podcast, but we got a couple of champions that got some quality of life changes to push them into the roles that Riot wants them to be in. Uh, Starting buffs. Right. We got Annie Brand. And then there's a bunch of other ones that are like more minuscule, but those two, in my opinion, are the biggest ones. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so Annie first, she can now shield allies. And it's like shield now. It's not like it's a shield. shield. shield yeah. Yeah. It's like an actual shield. They right. get a shield that scales with AP. They get the movement speed for a second. And they get the little thorn mail effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see any reason why she doesn't come up as support at least a little more. Which yeah. uh, I'm sure most ADC mains will not like. Um, in one of the two games that I played, uh, I discovered that if you want to play any support, you have to ban Tom Kench, because I didn't do that, and had a really bad time. Yeah. Yeah, he can, he can save someone. Well, and it's like, you can do a full rotation on him, not kill him, and he gets two-thirds of his health back. Yeah. So, you're kind of just useless. Yeah, but she's still, I mean... She still scales super well into the game just with because of Flash as an ability. Yeah. So she can always be like your primary engage. She can abuse Hex Flash if you want her to. She, I don't know. I just, uh, she's got the auto range of a freaking Caitlyn. I just think, uh, I think she makes makes a lot more sense in the bot lane versus where before it was literally just burst damage. Now she actually has some utility. Sure. So I think she'll creep up. Do I think she's going to be like the best support? No. But she's a lot better than what she was, I think. you have any opinions on support Annie? Not, it's toxic. Yeah. <laughs> Do I have an opinion on AP champions that one-shot you in the lightning phase? No. <laughs> no, not strong ones. No, get them out of my lane. That's my opinion. But even like outside of support, like mid lane obviously helps. Like jungle is coming. Shield your jungler, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's. I think uh, that actually might be the sneaky op of it all. I think the movement speed doesn't last as long as you'd hope it would. You know what though? No, I think it's a good enough burst. Like when I was, I played Garen in that game with you, Uh and I'd like Q when you shield me, and I would just like fly in even faster. And you didn't even have uh, dead man's. Yeah. I think actually, yeah, I think mid lane um, Annie 
just be a hidden OP, like, from the buff, I think. Uh, she would just, like, she's still Annie doing Annie things, and then she's also, you know, helping your juggernaut top laner or whoever engage harder. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Even top lane, she could. Protect the ADC in the back. She can still protect the ADC in the back line. Mm-hmm. You know, stuff like that. I can see her being, like... Some sort of tanky built top lane too. Now that the shield is now it's oh, an actual baby. shield because obviously because shields right scale the most like best with resistances. I love sure. me some tank any top. So I could see like a W max first second and then max E second and then just building like the uh, magic resist aura item. Its name I always forget. Uh, uh, and then like tear into that or something like that. Not banshees now. Uh, abyssal mask. Yeah, yeah, abyssal mask. Oh, that one. So I can see, I mean, I can see a lot of lanes where that loses, but I can see a lot of like games where that could be like super valuable. You remember when Banshees used to give health, mana, and a shield? Yep. I remember. Sure do. <laughs> uh, what about Brand? I'm His so excited to play him. bounces to himself, and his E automatically spreads to nearby targets, or his yeah. passive. No, not his passive. Not, his not E. e. So the E, yeah, E just spreads at a like seventy-five less range, like when the target is not ablazed. When it's ablazed, so hit by another ability. Uh, I think yeah. it's was it seven hundred range, six hundred, seven hundred, something like that. So it's a lot wider. Yeah, so it's, I mean, his wave clear just got a lot better. He's got that, he's got that mana passive thing where if something was ablazed, dies, you get mana back. That was a buff they had like a while ago. Oh, I didn't even know about that one. Yeah, and uh, I mean they nerfed his base percentage for what the blaze target does of like max health or yeah it's gotta be max health. Yeah. Um, but they buffed the AP ratio, not like by enough to where it'll like even out completely, but that's you know incentive for the AP in the in the mid lane. So I, I yeah I'm pumped to play him. He's one of the first champ. He's the first skin the champion the champion I got skin for. He's the first one. He got zombie brand. Oh, that's a pretty good skin and, for the first uh, one. Yeah, yeah, I saw it and I was like, I want it. <laughs> so I bought it. My first skin was Commando Lux because it was on sale and I conned one of my friends into buying it for me. <laughs> Nottingham, Ezreal. It was open up for the Legacy Vault and I was like, five bucks and I can buy Nottingham, Ezreal and Badger Timo. I was like, done. <laughs> well, and you had those Subway cards that you were never going to go to Subway to use. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. My grandparents unknowingly paid for all my league skins from Christmas. Yeah, it was Thanks, uh, grandparents. It was plasma money for me. Yeah, selling my, selling my body. Me. I tried to do that one time, and they told me that my veins were too small. Yeah, and, uh, that I told my brother, who was working for the Red Cross at the time, he goes, no, she just didn't know what she was doing. I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, you could absolutely go back. And she just didn't know what she was doing, and she didn't feel comfortable, so she told you to go away. And I haven't been back, so. Womp womp. I have a friend I that still I still have holes her. in my arms from BioLife. Oh, yeah. I oh really? Tra- yeah, I got a track mark in my left arm. Yeah. So I, I still got wearing... the finger. I got like a finger prick, finger prick bruise on my pinky. Oh really? Yeah. I always switched it up with the prick the finger, but I always did left arm. I did. I did too. I did the pinky once, and I have a scar from it. Oh weird! Wow. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened or why it's different, but it's a little red dot right on my pinky. Feels bad. Makes your pinky uh, swears mean a little bit more, maybe? Yeah, so like that. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we were just going to switch to a Moomoo. 
Oh, uh, this isn't His really a rework, is now though. CC. No, all right. Like anything I talk about now or that we talk about now, isn't really like a mini rework. Uh, but it is one of the champions that got a change. Oh, pretty big. Change. Uh, it was on the list of a change that they were like to help the champion out. But mm-hmm. is this actually a change though? Because they would get rooted and disarmed, and now they get yeah. Stunned. But but so channels would channels would still go through. So like Malzahar out, Katarina alt, those would still keep casting if you casted uh-huh. it before. Uh-huh. Now it, now it'll now it'll interrupt more abilities. I see. Basically, the logic is is like if we like released a Mumu today, would we give him CC or a root disarm? We would give him a stun. So then that's what they did. All right, fair enough. I didn't I didn't know that distinction. So that, like Amumu coming up as a buff and that being the only change was like I don't understand. Yeah. That. I mean it's like a niche buff, right? And it's like certain matchups, but like mm-hmm. anybody that channels, it's just a straight right. buff against. Sure. Uh, is that the only one? It was uh NASA's no longer gains oh, one, right. two, yeah, three yeah, yeah, bonus yeah. resistance resistances a second. Now it's just like 15, 35, 55 to 40, 55, 70. He's so that's, hard to kill at level 6 right now. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good for him. He, he, yeah, he just spikes even harder at 6. Mm-hmm. Where like in some matchups, you get a wither on him, you hit 6, and you just auto-kill him. There's like nothing they can do about it. Yep. So yeah, that one's... Uh, I mean, will he see more play? Probably initially, I'll but he's still, got, he's still got the... Uh, same NASA's problems. I think you'll, you'll much... see more play just on the, I don't, I don't know, it probably doesn't have a name, but just the effect of somebody sees the patch notes and goes, oh, I remember, Nasus is a champion. <laughs> That's part of it. But then they'll be sitting there stacking until minute 40, thinking he's a late-game scaler when he's absolutely not. You get 300 stacks, you join your team, you win the game. Yeah. Everything uh, else is just for memes. Ash's arrows per volley. Oh, so yeah, nine yeah, yeah, yeah. is seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Is that even that big of a deal, though? I don't like it. Hurts her early game, which is like kind of nice because Ash W poke is annoying. But like, if it goes like it was already pretty wide. Like, does being even wider matter? I, is I it, have no idea. I'll, it's one of those things I think that I have to play to know. Is it confirmed that it's wider, or is it? Well, because it was nine at all ranks, and so now it's eleven at last rank. Well, I, so I guess in my is... brain, I was thinking, like, if there were more of them in the same cone, more arrows would hit the same person. It would do more damage. But I don't... I mean, oh, no, the I cone think... is wider, yeah. It's, okay. it's yeah. wider. The it whole just, cone gets yeah. wider and thinner. Because there's no... It doesn't, like... It's not... It's weird if, like, you get hit... It doesn't matter if you get hit by. It just does the same damage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Basically, it's just, like, how easy is it for her to hit a bunch of people versus less people? Yeah. Sure. So her, like, zoning gets better later on. But like, is it that much better? I don't know. We'll see. But it does. It. I mean, it does make her leveling feel nicer, right? As a champion, because right. like, is that there's yeah. actual effects besides just damage. So I think that's it's kind of a nice change. Uh, I I just think it weakens her early game, and I, I don't know how much better it is later on. Yeah, but I guess you know, moving on our next topic we have our question of the week eli i still don't have a name for this other than i just want to talk about something so uh i actually gave him the prompt last week because we missed a week and so they've had extra time to think about it that did not stop coops from asking me what the question was right before we got into the podcast 
Um, <laughs> yeah. Do you have an answer ready, by the way? Or do I need to make Logan go first again? Oh, I can go. Okay, so we're going to have Coops go first this week because Logan went first last week. So, yeah, super popular uh, champion. Oh, you already had more to say. Sorry, you have to say the I have thing. to tell the yeah, people yeah, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. prompt was. I was too was. ready. I was too ready. Yeah. All right. Anyway. Uh, so this, this is this is what I posed to them a week ago. Riot has asked you guys to come up with a film adaptation of something in Runeterra. It can be a show, movie, miniseries, anime, whatever you want. What story do you tell? So, super popular champion. Popular champion. Very well received by the community. Seraphine. Oh God. <laughs> No, absolutely not. Oh, God. Uh, for me, thank I'd, you I, for kidding. I was ready to research. <laughs> <laughs> well, can you imagine though, like what they do with the Skarner souls? Uh, anyways, the um, season finale of like season nine is Skarner like revolting and like murdering her. Yeah, like would it be like just, a horror thing? Or <laughs> like his stingers just like stabbing her multiple times. It's like, like that's how the show just ends. Oh, wow. that's beautiful. Dark really quick. Yeah, that's perfect. Right. Now, I, I got to go with my favorite champion, uh, Silas, the old okay. chain daddy. I think his, I think it's a cool, I, I, I mean, they had like a whole comic thing about it. Yep. But I think they could, I mean, I don't know. I, I just think his story is like super cool, like a kind of a come up. And it's also kind of like, there is no real like good guy in the, in the whole story. Like, obviously, right. like Demacia with the whole non-magic thing and treating the mages like super terribly. Uh, or, and then, but also like the way he acts is like kind of, you know, re- obviously mm-hmm. revenge driven. So sure. I think, I think there's some like interesting, like, it's just an interesting thing like that where it's not just like, uh, you'd, you'd he's follow, a good guy. Like you'd follow just, Silas's story and then you'd follow Garen's story. Cause like Garen's doing what he thinks is right. But like, it's I, definitely I, not, I, you know, kind is, of a thing. This is my show. This is my show, Logan. I'm just so it, it, this, is this, this, is like my, a... this is my second vote, by the way. Like this was like what I was gonna do, really? but then I was like, Coobs is gonna choose this, so I need to pick something else. So I picked something else. Like this was literally my like, this is my second vote, like hundred percent. I, I also like... love this story. Yeah, is yours gonna be like the Adventures of Timo? <sighs> no. It, real quick before we like move on to the next one, is what format is this? Is it a TV show like live action? Is this a cartoon? Is it an anime? What do we? Uh, so I would. I think series would be the best for me. A series of like shorts, yeah, or like, you know, like, like half one hour, hour forty, like half hour forty minute shows. Okay. Um, I guess I don't really have a strong opinion. I mean, not live action for sure, not live action. All right. Um, so animated in some way. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I just yeah, I don't. I, don't, I guess I don't have too much of an opinion greater than that i just think there's there's too much for a movie it would just end up being like the world of warcraft movie oh that there, uh, there's <laughs> opinions about that that movie was a total botch I mean, yeah. they, didn't even, they didn't even tell that story correctly yeah yeah so that's why so i, I think it would have to be a series okay. maybe two seasons who Ooh. knows yeah depends are you two books, do, three movies. Are you going to do the British version where you tell the full story and then you cut it off? Or are you going to do the American version <laughs> where you tell the full story then realize you still had ratings for your finale and let it run on for eight more seasons where nobody really watches it, but that's what you contracted for? Yeah, that one. You going to do that one? Yeah, right. that one for sure. Okay. Because, you know, it's Chain Daddy. It's, I just, just want to see him on screen. All right. So, yeah, that's mine. I like it. It's good. 
I mean, there's not really a lot of bad answers here, I guess. There's so many interesting things we haven't really explored. Except for apparently Seraphine. It's, okay, that is one <laughs> bad answer. That is correct. Logan, if you say Seraphine, I swear to God I will kill you. Yeah, don't worry about that. Right. Unless that's Carter getting his revenge and murdering her ass. That could be an option. Uh, so I'm going to give Riot what they want, and that's money. Uh, mine is going to be the Sharima story. Okay. With the ascension, like the betrayal of Zerath and the Renekton and whatnot and all that fun stuff. And I'm going to do a... Uh, it's going to be like a one season show, animated show. Okay. However many episodes you need to tell, but the whole, you know, like you start off at the beginning where you have like Nasus, Renekton, Azir, and then Zareth betrays him. Renekton takes him to like, you know, their version of hell and then gets corrupt and Zareth becomes ascended, stuff like that, takes over Sharima, Sivir, and then how does it go then? Sivir gets betrayed by Cassiopeia and bleeds on Azir's tomb and Azir awakens, stuff like that. So you do all that, you get to the end of the show, and it's, like, super epic. And then, is that part, the is it, hold on. so good. Is that part of your pitch? We get to the oh, end, yes. and it's super epic. And everyone's like, oh, okay, super, super epic. epic. Underline that one. And nice, the show, nice. show is super successful because it's a great story. Okay. And then, from there, you can branch off into a lot of other shows. So, like, you have the story where, like, Talia, like, escapes Sharima, but then she has to, like, go back because they're like, oh, apparently the Emperor is, like, awakened and Zareth is there and stuff like that. So she goes back to try to stop Zareth, but on the way she meets Yasuo in the lore. So then you have a Talia, like, you have a sequel to that show, which is Talia going back to Sharima, and then you have a branch-off series with Yasuo where you have, like, a prequel. You're like, who's this guy? Boom, Yasuo Yone story. <laughs> And it all goes from there. And we're Marvel now, boys. Yeah, and, and, and now we have franchised the media of Riot. <laughs> and somewhere, probably at the last episode of that one of the series where everyone thinks it's going to be over, Yasuo sees a broken sword lying on the ground. And then, and then a year later, you come up with a, a show all about Rivet. You start the whole process over again. Boom. Boom. We just it's made them rich. We just one of my, made them rich. One of my favorite uh, moments from a league cinematic is the uh, the climb. It's literally called the climb, and it was like three years ago. I think is when that's they came a out Miley with it. Cyrus song. I know. That's why I, I said that you have a deep appreciation I, for it. That's why I had to clarify <laughs> that it was literally called the climb, so you okay. wouldn't think that I was making this shit up. For like right. <laughs> there's like a there's like a scene in it where like Talia is like surfing on rocks and stuff, and she like. Zareth is like way off in the distance shooting like his ultimate off at her and she like throws up this giant wall of rock and like blocks all of it or whatever and the music swells. It's like super it's like super epic. I love it. It's one of my favorites. I she's like returning to Sharima. It's like ah it's really cool. There's a lot of cinematics for champions where they're doing stuff that they can't actually do in game. Like that one and the other one that comes to mind was when they did the cinematic for Senna where she like yeah, she's weird. obviously using her Q to heal Lucian, but in the cinematic, it puts up a shield on the other side and blocks the thresh hook. Yeah, it's yeah. just not something she can do. No, not really. And like it, it's it's not even really in flavor because that ability doesn't give a shield; it just heals. I was so scared for a second wind wall. Well, and now we've got Little some. Little did we know. So. Yeah. Ah, random fact: Jin W is the only difference between what can be blocked between her and the uh, wind wall. Uh, that's actually a bug. Oh, it is a bug? 
Yes, I okay. read up. I did a lot of research on this today because I was confused as shit, and I figured it out. Jin's W is not a projectile. Jin's W behaves like a Zareth Q. Um, however, Jin's W will stop at the first target hit, like whatever target is closest to him. It doesn't travel from A to B. It hits the whole line at once, but the closest target is the only one that takes damage, which is why people feel like it should be a projectile. So it is not coded as a projectile, but it is actually a projectile, and Riot is going to fix it. Because it, so it is supposed to be blocked by Samir's wind wall, because it is blocked by Yasuo's wind wall. Oh, it was just okay. an oversight that they forgot to do when Samira came out. Hmm. Interesting. So, yeah, fun fact for the day. Huh. So, yeah, it is Yeah, it is a projectile, but it is not coded as a projectile. In the game, it is a whatever they call a Zareth Q or a uh, Senna. Yeah, because um, I, I remember... Senna Q, I believe, is the same thing. Like, yeah. Senna, Senna's autos are lasers. They're not projectiles like a normal auto attack. Mm-hmm. Like, Velka's autos, too. Hmm. Okay. Maybe that's what it's called as a laser, but Could yeah, be. it works for me. I know. I guess it doesn't really apply here, but there was there have been issues with like wonky coding in the past. Spaghetti where, code. Spaghetti code. Well, I I distinctly remember for like a patch the way that Katarina. This was like right after they changed Katarina. The way that her dagger would work, it was technically coded as a minion, and Morgana binding could hit it, <laughs> and it would. <laughs> It would stop the project, like it would just destroy both projectiles when they hit each other. That is weird. I think they hotfixed that really quickly. They, they would have had to because I don't remember it. I distinctly remember that being a thing. Like it didn't come up very often, but it was a thing that if it was timed just right, that both projectiles would be destroyed. It was really weird. Um. Anyway, I had trouble answering my own question for the week i've got three different stories i want to tell and i i couldn't really decide on one um because on the one hand i wanted to make a movie about the fall of akathia uh that that is where zillion is from it's where Jax was the grandmaster of at arms in akathia Mm. um it's where wuju style comes from and it was a city that got, I want to say it got sent to the void and Kaisa's also from there, uh, which is why I heard one of her abilities is the Kathian Rain. Um, it's not a super popular story, which is one of the reasons why I want to make the movie about it, because I want to know more about it personally. Um, but it was that or like a series of claymation little animations about Blitzcrank because his whole story is that he helps people in Zaun. He was made by Victor using one of the hex cores, which is one of Skarner's people. So if you want Seraphine, you can throw her in there. <laughs> there uh, we go. But his entire like lore is that he goes around helping people in Zaun. And that's just his number one directive is to help people. Why in League of Legends, his number one function is to pull people to their death. I don't know. But I thought that would be kind of cute. Uh, but I think I settled on a a buddy cop show, which is just the police force of Piltover. I think there's so many cool people in Piltover that you can go through. And like just the 
the narrative of Vi and Caitlyn going after Jinx. I think it'd be really fun. And you could do that live action. I haven't seen a good enough live action to do it, so I yeah. think I want to make it an anime. But yeah. that's just... They kind of already are doing that with Arcane. Like, it's... Supposedly, it's like Vi and Jinx, like, when they were in an orphanage as kids. I mean, it's not... Obviously, it's not a buddy cop, but, like, you're not the only person who, like, thinks that the Vi... Young Vi, Jinx, Echo storyline mm-hmm. is, like, definitely worth something. And that's one of those things where... If you run out of things to do in Piltover, like, Zaun's right beneath you, and there's a whole bevy of interesting characters down there. You can just, have, like, this is going to be a Zaun episode. That's all it is. It's going to be a Zaun episode. Uh, you, really mentioned, cool. you mentioned Blitzcrank. Did you watch the Wild Rift cinematic today? I I saw to watch it. The, no I love the part where Blitzcrank is, like, sitting on the ground. He, like, yes. throws a rock at the thing and then, like, hooks it back to him and throws it again. I love he, it. He's, he's, he's just, playing like, catch with the dummy. Yeah. Like, it's his just, best like, friend keeps reaching for the rock it just throws i love it it was funny that animation uh that cinematic is really fun really cool uh a lot of unreal unrealism in that as well where they call lux dodges malphite q yeah well she's just jumping around dodging malphite cues that that is the closest i've seen to canon malphite size in a cinematic though because he's huge yeah. Uh, I saw somebody did like a, this is what would really happen in game and like Lux did the full combo Malphite wasn't phased he just alts on her she dies <laughs> uh, there was a cool easter egg that someone pointed out in that uh, at one point Lux is like balancing up on like a damaged wall like right away at the beginning of okay. like before when they get onto Summoner's Rift uh-huh. that's her original splash art is her like oh. balancing on a like ledge somebody was like oh that's huh. cool Interesting. So. They also used that to announce that Teemo was being added to the game. Yep. Because it wasn't he wasn't in Wild Rift. Yes, it's cool. Anything else for you guys today? No, I, I think so. I gotta go watch that cinematic. Oh, I was gonna. I guess I was gonna shout out real quick. Uh, I did about two weeks ago on our podcast, but Eli and I started shoutcasting for our college, Woo. and our first one uh, was live today, and it was good. Nice. It was we they aired it today and it was really good. Uh, both of both Eli and I realized today because my wife pointed it out to me. Uh, but Bethany is sponsored by Buffalo Wild Wings and they have viewing parties at six o'clock. And my wife said, hmm. "So are you on the TVs at Buffalo Wild Wings?" And I was like, "I guess. Oh, I, I guess, guess I, I am. am. Yeah." <laughs> She's like, "You didn't know that?" And I was like, "Well, in the thing, I definitely say go to Buffalo Wild Wings for a viewing party at six p.m. to watch these." But I guess I never put two and two together that I would be on the TV at Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that that was... You were telling that to me, and I was like... It, it hadn't even occurred to me that technically this is a TV broadcast. Like, I was just so far out of my mind. Because I was... You know, you always think about League of Legends being on Twitch or YouTube or whatever. It's online medium. But technically, it is going to be at our local B-dubs. So, I suggested that one week... We just go to B-dubs while it's airing and sit underneath the TV that has us on screen. <laughs> um, it's probably no payoff to that, but it would be fun for me. You guys meet Doa yeah. yet? Not yet. Not yet? Did we talk about that last time? I don't think it was announced last time. I don't think it was. I don't think... Oh, yeah, because he's the director of eSports for them. Mm-hmm. Yep, he, he's Doa. The director of the Dir- broadcast. Yep, for director the of program. eSports broadcast. Get, get some tips. 
I don't, probably won't ever meet him in person because he's yeah. still out in California. Yeah, we'd see him stuff. Um, but we maybe would talk to him. I don't know. We'll yeah, see. I guess. It'd be kind of cool. But, yeah, if you guys want to watch, they're on Wednesday nights at 6 p.m., twitch.tv slash Bethany Esports. Um, their production goes up in quality every single week as they're finding their footing, but they're good college, good program. Just want to give them a shout-out because it's, it's a good watch. The team's really good, really competitive. They're just, like, crapping on everybody right now. So um, hopefully they get some good competition soon, but – yeah, they got like all challenger players and stuff. They're all really good. One of them's trying to go pro, or two of them's trying to go pro. So we'll have to like wait and see how that goes. But that is going to do it for us today. Remember, if you missed any of our previous episodes, check them out at anchor.fm slash talk of the rift or virtually any podcast platforms like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Just give us a follow on Twitter at talk of the rift. And don't forget to send us your questions for our Q&A. And we will see you all next time. Bye bye. See ya.